Hello, everyone. Welcome to Voices of the Vessel. I'm Shelby, the Director of Marketing for the Badger, the Lake Michigan Car Ferry. This podcast is dedicated to highlighting the people and voices from over the years who have made the Badger what she is today, as she is celebrating 70 years of service. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Pier Ludington and Visit Manitowoc, our wonderful port cities. I am joined by Audrey Robertson Bowles, and she's a very fun woman, someone that I have very enjoyed getting to know, um, you know, being a Ludington local myself. It's just very cool the people you meet over time. And um, Audrey has a really cool story that she has agreed to share with us today. And I'm so honored to include her and kick her off as um, 70 years ago, she was on the first sailing of the Badger as her father was the original captain. Bernard Robertson, known as Bunny. And I would just love to hear more about your story and your dad and just your family in general. So thank you, Audrey, for joining us today. Well, you're very welcome. But thank you for thinking about me because it's a real honor to be able to um, be part of this tribute to the 70 year celebration. So I so much appreciate you hunting me down and asking me. (laughs) Definitely. So, yep. Well, I was going to talk about my dad, um, a little bit of history. He uh, went to the University of uh, Michigan around 1923, and when he graduated, he actually graduated in math. He was very good in math. He came back to Ludington and um, decided that he wanted to follow in his dad's footsteps um, and work on the on the car ferries. And so he started as a deckhand. And uh, that was around 1927, 28. And um, in 1942, um, he got his captain's papers around, I think, June of 1942. And as a celebration, he had a really good friend, um, George Novicki. And George was an engineer on the CNO train ferries. And George and his wife, Rosella Novicki, asked my dad if he would... Um, be interested in a blind date and they'd like to go out and celebrate his uh his obtaining of his captain's papers and it turned out that it uh was Florence Curat and uh she turned out to be my mother and my dad married her <laughs> six months later and my dad always said you know if I didn't leave my boots in or if your mom didn't leave her boots in my car I don't know if I'd ever seen her again, but oh, my mom lived out on the Curat farm way out on Meisenheimer Road. And so he ended up taking her boots back to her. So that was a good thing. I thought that was kind of a neat introduction oh, to, yeah. to mom and dad. Yeah. Yep. And um, I know one of the questions um, you had asked me was um, uh, what were the earliest memories um, yes. of the car ferries? And yeah. You know, I was born in 46 and we lived on Gaylord Avenue, which was really close to the the docks. And Mm -hmm. so as a little girl, I can remember, um, of course, the boats, there were seven of them and they ran Mm -hmm. 24-7. And I loved the whistles. The whistles were (laughs) the most important thing. And I always could tell at an early age which which boat was coming in because you know the 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 18 would have one i can't remember what the 18 was but i know the 31 had three longs and one short 
Mm-hmm. And then um, the 32, of course, three longs and two shorts. And then the Badger, of course, had three. But in that time, I always knew which boats were coming in the hole. And I thought I was pretty smart as a little girl. <laughs> and and that, that way I could share my dad's uh, my dad's sailing with him. Yeah, and uh, that's amazing. And I, the thing is, um, when my dad uh I was seven when my dad uh, took the badger out uh, on our maiden voyage. And uh, every time I heard those three whistles that he was coming in the hole, I always knew I better have my toys picked up. I better have the clothes hung up. I better have everything in order (laughs) because I had a half hour from the time that whistle blew until he docked that he'd be home. And so that was a clue. I thought, oh, better get all those loose ends tied up. So that was how cute is that? (laughs) My mom a lot. Like, yes. Yep. And, um, you know, let's see. I'm trying to think. um, Well, and so what was it? like growing up in a maritime family because your grandfather was a captain your dad was a captain and yeah because it's not every day like kids hear like oh there's three whistles dad's on his way home what was that like you know at the time I didn't think I was it was any different from any other dad that had an eight to five job um it was just something that I I grew up with and um I know that uh you know, sometimes when dad would come home, I'd say, oh, mom, you know, punish me for such and such a thing. And my dad's big saying was, odd, I make the snowballs and mom throws them because <laughs> I can't be here all the time. And, oh, and that was about, I mean, he had the rules. So <laughs> he had a lot of input, even though he was away for 21 days. Yeah, but um, he, when he was home, he had eight days off, and uh, at that time we had one of those big old uh, lumber houses on Gaylord, and so there yeah. was a lot of work to do. I remember he'd have to change the screens and do the windows and everything, but he'd usually use his first four or five days off um, to get everything done around the house, and then um, he loved fishing. And, uh, and he also, I forgot to mention this, when he went to the University of um, Michigan, he was uh, number two in tennis. Really? And so between oh. tennis, taking me to Oriole Field, the old courts at Oriole Field, mm-hmm. um, I started as a very young girl. On his eight days off when he wasn't working, we went to play tennis or he took me up the river fishing. And oh, uh to this day, I mean, I can outfish anybody in my family, and I'm not bragging about that. But we have a lot of competition when we go fishing. Also kind of wanted to ask you, and you kind of answered, like, what's it like having your father be the captain? Because it's like in Ludington, the car ferries were such a part of um, the community in the area. But it sounds like, you know, like he was... a a lot of people are quick to say, oh, the captain of the car ferry. This sounds like you guys had a really fun and loving, um, full relationship, too, of um, yes. you know, getting You know, I never I yeah. never really, it meant nothing to me that my dad was the captain. I mean, it, it everybody had a job, and it was like, so? I, it, it, I wasn't impressed by that. We really? just went on yeah. living. Yeah. And um, I think now more so, I am 
really, really proud because of all the history. Um, actually, I have five five generations of um, of history on the Great Lakes of my family. Um, That's my yeah, my great uncle uh, William Pryor Robertson. He was the original captain of the uh, wa- uh, Chief Wawatam when oh, it really? sailed up there. Mm-hmm. Well, and my thing, yeah, my, mm-hmm. my great grandfather um, Henry Robertson. Um, he owned the Drewer Drewer D E W A R, which was a tugboat in Ludington, and he also was affiliated with the with the car ferries. And so was my other great grandfather Sutherland. He was a boiler man. He inspected boilers, and I actually have um, licenses that uh, they had. So, you know, I, when you asked me about how did I feel, I mean, that was just another job, and, and it was that just was it. so natural. So maybe it was. this is partially where like your fishing skills come from is that you're meant to be on the water, meant to be on the Great Lakes. Oh yes, but my dad never ever would go in Lake Michigan fishing, really? and he told me. That is as dangerous as Lake Superior. It can change in a flash. Mm-hmm. And so we always yes. did the PM Lake or the PM River. Well, but so to this day, well, I have. He would have that perfect firsthand knowledge of that, where a lot of people don't realize that Lake Michigan is as beautiful as she is. She can turn in an instant that um, she definitely kind of ha- has a mind of her own at time. And I think that's kind of, one of the neat things about the Badger is that she was built for the Great Lakes. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, she was meant to sail in all types of weather all year round. And yeah, if you're not fishing off a boat the size of the Badger, it can be very dangerous that we can't fish off the side of the Badger. But yeah, um, yeah. But could you kind of describe a little bit, you know, just the impact of the ferries to the community? Because you talk about how there was the seven different car ferries that came in and out of Ludington. And we're obviously very honored and lucky and glad to still have the Badger today. And especially my family and my father are very quick to say, like, Shelby, you're missing out because you only get to see the Badger sale. Like back in my day, you know, we would see multiple come in and out in a day that it was just normal. Well, I mean, it's a real gift even now to the community. You know, growing up, I didn't realize how important. I mean, the Badger was, I never realized, and I, I found out later between um, the car ferries and Dow Chemical, they were the real stability of of the city of Ludington where people right. really um, that was, that's how they made their living. And, and they, the, mm-hmm. they were, it was a good living, a very yes. good living. Well, and I didn't realize it. that until later, you know, when I finally, when yeah. I actually probably I got the job. Well, and it's funny. Like, I feel like you and I have a lot of similarities in a way, but my um, family, they had, they had a lot of history in Dow in the area um, where, being that I work at the Badger now, I'm one of probably the first like, you know, managers, directors who my family didn't work on the car phrase, but they worked at Dow. So it's just funny that whole like full, but they were also connected because the car phrase would help bring supplies to Dow. And I think it's just a really good point that just how it's all connected and transportation and logistical. Um, Absolutely. And so I think that, you know, it's a huge 
bonus to the community that a lot of people don't realize of today we carry a lot of passengers and still cargo and semi trucks and things, but those rail cars. But it's good for the community. I mean, we still, without that transfer, <laughs> people being able to come to Ludington even now um, is great for the community. It's, it's a, still a stability in, in different ways, but it really yeah. helps businesses. And it's fun to see all the new faces too. Because I, I think I think our population goes from what about eight thousand plus to probably forty to sixty thousand. I don't know, maybe, but there's a lot of people that have homes that spend the summer there. I would agree. Um, yeah, it's probably like that. It seems like in the winter it gets so like small and quiet in the summer it's bustling and fun and yes. um, yeah. it's just really cool to me to So think it does impact your community even to this day, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. just fun. Yep. It's very fun. So what I think is so cool, and I honestly am a little jealous of myself, is that you were on the first sailing. Like, what was it? Like, what's it like to say like you were on the first sailing, and what was like the fanfare like? And um, do you remember anything special from that day? Well, um, my dad was captain on the, I think, the city of Flint in the city of Saginaw, and then I remember. My mom's saying, oh, Bunny, I got to go to Grand Rapids because I've got to get a new outfit for for Audrey and myself. And I was (laughs) like, I don't know what's going on. I was only seven years old and I probably could have cared less. You know, I'd rather (laughs) play on the monkey bars at Lakeview School because we lived right across the street. And so I remember going to Grand Rapids and, and, and of course, mom bought me an outfit and she got herself an outfit and came home and um, I had had this pink straw hat with it and I did not like it, but I ended up having to wear it anyway. But um, I remember my dad came home and he said, now, Odd, you need to be on your best behavior. And when my dad said that, I was on my best behavior. I didn't touch anything. I didn't say anything. I just was a little quiet little mouse just standing there. And I, the only, the memory I have is um, in the pilot house. And um, he, uh, you remember they used to have, well, this even happened before on the other, on the other uh, car ferries that I used to get to go up on the bridge but they had those spittoons. Oh, fun, <laughs> <Yeah>. yeah. <laughs> and my dad always said, don't go near that. Oh. I had no idea what it was. I thought that it housed a snake and it was going to come out. Oh, and I no. remember being in the pilot house and I looked around and I, I, I said, where's that shiny brass thing? And he said, we don't have them on here. So it was only on. Yeah, I I didn't see it. Maybe I don't ever remember it being in the pilot house, but that was one of the things I remember when I got up there because they were going to take a picture of mom, dad and I. And I thought, oh, I better stay away from that brass shiny thing. And it wasn't even there. So that was a funny thing. The the Spartan were at that time, like the newest technology, the the new shiny thing. So yeah, they probably had some updated, I know well, they had updated 
technology at that time in there. How how cute. And I think it's so cute of, you know, you talk about going to Grand Rapids because Grand Rapids to Ludington is about an hour and a half. So it is kind of a big deal to have to go all the way to Grand Rapids to get an outfit that how fun. And um, that is a You have to know like, that my mom took me to Grand Rapids every single week from the time I was four years old because I took piano lessons. Oh, really? <laughs> and wow. though, that was a long, long Saturday. And that her sister lived in Grand Rapids. And so we stayed at the sister's house oh, and then drove back on Sunday. So, you know, Grand Rapids without the expressway, <laughs> that was the long, that was every back road you could think of. Was it so, still about an hour and a half? Oh, no, I, I, I don't even know. Well, I, I don't a- even remember. Yeah, you know, I remember. Yeah. yeah, I remember just I was so used to it that it didn't even phase me. You know, we used to play right. games on the way down there, like alphabet games and, and and seeing things that started with the first, you know, letter of the alphabet all the way up to Z. Oh, so I was entertained. I mean, I wasn't bored. My mother, I don't know how but she to managed make a to special trip on. for an outfit. Yeah. You're just like, OK, that's But we did. I mean, we went shopping a lot, but that was a special occasion because it was like, oh, man. And I mean, mom didn't get a lot of outfits for me. Um, My my aunt made most of my clothes and 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 she didn't buy a lot of things for herself either. So that was what it really impressed me. The trip to Grand Rapids (laughs) was something that was normal, but going shopping for me. And I was like the special occasion. And my dad was going to sail on the Badger. So that's what I that was what I remember. Yeah. Well, and I um, talking about the pilot house, too, like you were talking about one of the wheelsmen. Um, and just some of the memories you have there, too, which I think is very cute, which is very um, fun. You know, my um, my dad was very strict. Um, he uh, didn't say a lot, but when he breathed through his nose heavily, I knew I might be in deep trouble. Oh, no. <laughs> and there was a wheelsman by the name of, of Don Miller. And um, he one day he said, you know, Audrey, I think you could sit right up on this stool. And of course, I was just so elated. I was like, okay. And he sat me up on the stool and uh, he said, you see this uh, compass here? It's called a gyro compass and it has numbers on it. And we were on our way to Milwaukee. And uh, and he said, in this way, well, he, he explained it to me is attached, you know, and it makes this compass move and i think it was 111 or 117 was the numbers we had to keep it on and he said um let me see how well you can do this and i was like oh man i'm glad my dad is not here because this wouldn't have worked out well at all (laughs) and so um i actually kind of stood up on those rungs on this on the stool there so i could see better and um yeah, for I'm, I don't know how long, probably an hour or so. Um, he said, I'm going to walk here to the look out the back window to see how straight your wake is. And then I'll, I'll tell you if you pass or not. Oh, and I remember I was like, oh, I'm so excited. And he goes, you're pretty good. And at that time, my dad came out of his stateroom and walked up to the pilot house. And I thought, oh. Oh, I'm doomed. And I thought, when oh, he's going to fire Mr. Miller. So oh, no. he stood at the top of the stairs and I kind of looked at him. I remember smiling and he looked at me and I heard him breathing through his nose. And Mr. Miller goes, Cap, she's just fine. 
She's just fine. And my dad (laughs) never said a word. He turned around and he went back to the stateroom. And, you know, he never mentioned that ever to me. And I used to wheel a lot after that. Yeah. (laughs) But he was like, I think he was thinking, oh, his responsibility. Now, when I think back, is so great. Those people have huge responsibilities with dealing with, you know, Mm -hmm. the crew and and the safety and everything. But um, he never said a word. He just he let it go. And then I got to do it just about every time. Every time Mr. Miller was there, <laughs> which he was there a lot. And I sailed a lot. He would let me do it. And so that was one of the highlights of um, of being being on the Badger. And it wasn't my dad that let me do it. <laughs> so. Well, like you uh, could almost be known as Mr. Miller's little prodigy that see, you do have it in you that you are you did get your sea time in. Um, talk about the five generations that make sure you include right. yourself in that too. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, my dad, they had the main, the main gyro compass was in a room in the back of my dad's stateroom. And he did oh, take okay. me in there and he said, do not touch anything. This was when I was older, but he did say, this is where the control, the main control is. And that's the gyro compass that you're using. So, I mean, that was kind of his way of saying, I've accepted it. And as long as you're good about it. But I remember that it was all, oh, it was so dark in there. And even when he turned the light on, it was still dark. Oh, but uh, yeah, I remember that. That's amazing. Well, um, you've definitely earned your sea time and sailor rights, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) And now a word about our partners in our port cities. If your idea of the perfect vacation is sugar sand beaches, clear blue waters along 28 miles of Lake Michigan shoreline, outdoor adventures, climbing to the top of historic lighthouses, or exploring a charming downtown, Ludington is your destination for pure Michigan fun. Ludington's unspoiled natural resources offer the quintessential up north experience, all within easy reach, located at the intersection of US 31 and US 10. No matter what you're seeking, a beach or outdoor adventure, a peaceful getaway, or just a community of friendly faces. You can find it all in Pure Ludington. As a Ludington native, I know I sound biased, but Ludington is truly an astonishing place. There's always something going on, amazing places to dine and get drinks, along with unique attractions you won't find just anywhere. Plan your visit today at pureludington.com. Manitowoc. The maritime capital of Wisconsin is the perfect vacation destination for those seeking adventure, a little relaxation, or a whole lot of fun. With sandy beaches, miles of biking and hiking trails, a real World War II submarine that you can both climb aboard and sleep on, a strong art scene, variety of breweries to explore, and array of annual events and festivals, Manitowoc offers so many unique and exciting options for visitors to add to their travel itinerary. As a frequent visitor to Manitowoc, I can attest to the thriving and charming downtown. From classic candy and ice cream parlors to outdoor music venues, there's so much to explore, experience, and enjoy in Manitowoc. I always look forward to going back. Start planning your getaway to Manitowoc, Wisconsin at visitmanitowoc.com. So what, did you ever have a favorite ferry out of all of them that sailed in and out of Lincoln? I did. My favorite ferry was the city of Midland. 
And that was something that my grandfather, Charles Robertson, brought out in 19... When did she come out? 1940. Okay. Mm -hmm. Of course, I wasn't born then. But um, every once in a while, um, for some reason, we couldn't get dad's boat to go to Milwaukee. And so mom and I would end up on the city of Midland. And I loved that boat. It was the staircase. That was the one thing I remembered about it. And all the different lounges that they had for different people doing. I know now one was a smoking lounge and one was this lounge and different lounges. But um, I never, ever wanted my dad to ever know that I wanted to take the city of Midland more than I wanted to take the Badger. (laughs) So. That was my favorite car ferry, but of course my dad ruled and so did his <laughs> boat. But those are those are my memories as a young kid thinking, oh, I hope we can't catch a badger so we can get the city of Midland. <laughs> but I'd never that sweet. Well, that's so cool that you had that connection with your grandfather on this idea of Midland. Because I mean, I've seen pictures and I've heard so many wonderful stories about the city of Midland as well, that you know, it's being um the sister fleet there that I think it's so important, you know, to highlight their stories as well. That I mean, the Badger is amazing that I'm glad I've gotten to sail on the Badger myself that I would have loved to have said I could have gone on the city of Midland as well. Um, So what do you love about the Badger? Like what's your favorite thing to do on board or thing that you look forward to or um, anything specific about the Badger? You know, I think I probably, um, I just like walking the deck now yeah and i like looking up in the pilot house and i can just picture my dad being yeah. up there and he used to tell me when when he was sailing uh don't go by the window because people you know people aren't supposed to be up here so you need to stay away from the window so that people down there don't see you and oh. so now i i purposely look up to see if anybody has that privilege of being up there <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just like being out on the bow. Um, mm-hmm. I just have memories of the um, of the watchmen, um, especially when they went through jo- to Jones Island Dock. It was a very very narrow passageway oh, when yes, they opened the Milwaukee. And the uh, the watchmen used to call up to Dad, two feet, one foot, and so being mm-hmm. on the bow. Even though I can't really, I suppose I could climb up and look over, but but I love I love just pre- pretending even now thinking how on earth they got through that, and it and they didn't they didn't destroy it, and I they did that for years. Well, they did it like every day, multiple times a day, yes. you know, depending on in. Yes. I watch our crew dock in Ludington in Manitowoc. And I mean, it's astounding. It's amazing. It's such a cool thing that it's easy for me to say that everyone needs to like see that experience that, but I see old footage and videos of going into Kiwani in Milwaukee as well. And it's like, what a skill, what an amazing feat. And they just did it like, okay, it's, it's Tuesday. Like we're going to go into Jones Harbor today and make yeah. it look super simple. To me, that's just amazing. I, I know. And, you know, um, you talked about, you know, the stability of the Badger and how she was made to sail, you know, the, the construction of her. And I can remember um, when I was a kid, especially during the summertime, we didn't have a lot of storms, but I used to, mm-hmm. dad knew I loved storms. 
the, yeah. the, the higher the waves, I just wanted to go with him. And so he, he, once in a while, he'd say, you know, I think you need to make a trip with me. I think we're going to have a little bit of a, he used to call it a walleye chop. And so, um, and I do remember the one time I was on, I was lying in his bunk because he was in the, on the bridge and I had a hold of the sides and my feet hit, my head hit and I had to hang on. It re-rolled. So, and that is something that I will never forget. And he came down after it kind of subsided. He goes, you got your sea legs on yet? And I said, yeah, dad, I can get out of the bunk now. I'm good. So that was one of the stories I remember being on. I like rough, rough weather. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and now with our sailing season being from May to October, I mean, we still get storms every now and then, but it's, yes. I feel like it's almost like a local thing of, you know, people will go down to the beach and watch storms come in where like, we do have people say like, I want to try um, sailing on those crazy days. And it's like, you need your sea legs. Like, yes. like, we about before, like Michigan can be crazy, but and I mean, your dad being the captain would have that weather report that what a fun like experience that yeah I wish I could have sailed in the winter time just to say I did it but I'm sure he's probably seen a fair share of his storms over the the his time and- yeah and you know they I don't think the captains ever left the bridge I mean they could be up there 72 hours plus because it was their responsibility to make mm-hmm. sure that everything was was not always perfect, but at least under under control. And that's a huge responsibility. Definitely. And yeah. um, just what a crazy, like what a crazy thing to think of, like all that responsibility in one person. Um, and, you, and, you know, um, they don't, I don't think they do this anymore um, for the staterooms, but I can remember um if they would come with the key when the when when she had docked and then boom 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 Ludington boom 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 Ludington and they would go down the whole aisle and do you know that there were people that slept through that and made a round trip without ever getting off do you believe that yes oh yeah and you know you could hear that key if you were in the end of the hall you could hear it and and they just started and i never ever could imagine how anybody could sleep through that but i do remember dad and the purser um teddy schultz was was Mm. purser with dad for many years and i can remember um they were in discussion every once in a while, you know, how, how they were going to handle this. And because there were people that were upset that they didn't make, they didn't make it to Milwaukee or they made it back to Lottington again. But the, the key, it was just how they could sleep through that, but they did. Well, and and it are, was. Yeah. There are so there many are. unique sounds when you're on board that, you know, like the steam engine and the keys and whistles and bells that I know that exact sound that you're talking about. Like I've heard it a million times that, yeah, you think, well, and especially like I've told people I've gotten some of my best naps on board, something about just the water kind of like cradles you, rocks you to sleep. That It's um, serene. It's very serene. It is. And yeah, well, that's one thing too, that we've kind of, 
talked around is that the expanse of Lake Michigan itself is such a spiritual, beautiful experience that, you know, how often do you get to see water as far as the eye can see? Beautiful water, you know, and there's days it looks like the Caribbean, days that the water's super green or just this beautiful aqua blue. But it's like that water, I think it's just the sounds and just the way it cradles you that I would think of it as a spiritual experience of just visually and how it physically like wrecks people that that's one of my favorite things is just the water itself. And I truly agree with you. I truly agree with you that there is so much um, peace and serenity in sailing. Oh, there so is. And I don't know if it's just me and like working here, but it's easy to say like, oh, you need to sail for X, Y, and Z reasons. But I, I don't know if it's just the Michigander in me growing up next to Lake Michigan, but it's like, you can't say you're from the Midwest and not experience the expanse of Lake Michigan. <laughs> I know. And, you know, people that aren't around the Great Lakes, um, they have no concept. And I have found that out when we were in Florida. Um, yeah. I would show them pictures and they go, oh, you can't see land. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like- you're right. It's 90 miles to Milwaukee and maybe 60 <laughs> miles to Manitowoc. You're right. But they it have is. no concept of that. So, and I think, you know, even though um, I don't ride the Badger as often as I used to, um, just going down and watching her come in has, yeah. just brings yeah. me serenity. And, and just watching the, the bow just push those little waves and it just, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really is beautiful. Well, just seeing yep. like We're lucky. and everything, it's like such a proud, um, you know, Ludington native moment for myself, regardless of working here, that just seeing her come home, it's really like once the season starts and you start hearing her horn and whistle, like a lot of people say, oh, I hear the badger. That means summer has started, that we have so many people yes. who come and welcome her into port. And there's a lot, and I mean, you could... Uh, you kind of said this too. We have quite a few people from our deck engine um, departments who live on board. And so it's kind of like the community really has that um, buy-in, like that family buy-in with the Badger of um, you people look forward to having them come, like welcome her in every day. That's such yes. a, you know, such a people local do. thing to do. Yes, yes, yes. Our city just supports her. The community supports her beautifully. We are you know, so I, thankful to have two amazing port cities and beyond that, even who love and support her. That, um, And yes. I think that also goes back just the generations, too, of people who over time have helped make her who she is. That um, I just so appreciate you sharing the story about your family and just the important pieces that they've had of her history. Well, I'm glad to do it because I I know now um, the Maritime Museum, you know, the, the Historical Society is really doing a wonderful job. And um, mm-hmm. I've given all every just about everything I have other than the boat my grandfather built, um, the city of Saginaw, because he sailed. Oh, her. I told them that they can have them that after I die. And our son knows that he, he, he has to donate. That. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that is just I'm, I'm just so um 
Oh my gosh. I'm just humbled that I have all the materials that I do have that would help to piece together the history that, um, Mm -hmm. that everybody in the community really does enjoy. And those that come in to visit can learn from. Yeah. And I, think that's so amazing that you're so willing and open to share that because it is such a neat thing for our community and to be enjoyed by so many people. I'm, I was, I'm an only child and, uh, and my mom and dad were both, uh, in their, in their thirty nines and forties when, when I was or no, in their late thirties when I was born. And oh, wow. so, you know, it's, uh, it's like, and my dad always said to me, he said, well, odd when I die, the Robertson will die on the Great Lakes. And and that's true because he had no sons to carry on oh, and, and yeah. really have no relatives. I mean, we're all old now. <laughs> and, and as much as I love the Great Lakes and, 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 and being a part of it, I mean, I can just contribute to what I have. I can't do anything anymore. So, you know, I think it's so that's... Uh, I'm, you get to do it in your own yeah. way, in your own time, too. Yes. I appreciate yes, so. hearing that, and I know other people okay. will listen to this. It's been wonderful. So grateful that I get to share some memories, and and uh, I think I've I've talked about everything, you know. Yeah. And and even though Dad wasn't around a lot, um, he always would come home. I would see him, you know, a couple hours in the morning. And then a couple hours the next day in the evening, because that's how they went, because he did the Milwaukee run. And he always, you know, I'd see him at the door or, or he'd find me in the house and always give me a hug and say, I love you, Odd. You know, I hope you know that even though I'm not around a lot. And even as even as a teenager, he would do that. And so I looked for it. I said, you better come over here. <laughs> but yeah, it, because I think he felt it more not being mm-hmm an eight to five dad. Right. That more than I did. I, you know, Mm. so yeah, my mom and dad were always great. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, it's been such a treat sharing um, and chatting with you that I so appreciate your time and willingness to share that, um, you know, the Badgers had amazing 70 years and we're looking forward at, you know, keeping that going. So thank you for that. Thank you. What a treat. I'll be there for a first sailing. Remember last year? Yeah. I got in that night and caught her the next morning. From Florida. I know, that was so like, looking back, it was such a cool, like meeting you by chance like that. I'm so glad that we met. The Great Lakes are big and expansive, but they really have a way of drawing people in and connecting people and the car ferries are definitely a testament to that of just how they connect people just so cool to me perfectly said (laughs) yeah and i just it's amazes me just every year every season the more and more i hear of people that like oh yeah we met on the car ferry or um you know it connected us in this way like i've met some of the most amazing people on board that i don't know if i would have met elsewhere that i'm just glad that you're one of them